So I'm back. I am back so much sooner than I thought I was originally going to be back. I had this lightning inspiration that hit me like a rod. And I was sitting getting caught up on my all-time favorite show, reality show ever to come across television, and that's Jersey Shore. And for people who know me, know that that is pretty much spot on. Um, For people who also know me, I spent my adolescent life um, being compared to Snooki, being called out in public, saying that I looked like Snooki. A girl grabbed me at a bar once, pulled me over to her friends and be like, oh my God, doesn't she look like Snooki? And I was just like, what is life right now? Like, okay, I like her, but this is like a thing. And then it got to be a thing because like I was getting a little bit self-conscious because when Snooki first hit the scene, she was a little pudgy little lovely meatball that everyone grew to love and did not know anything other than the little pudgy Snooki that got beat in a bar by a history teacher who then got arrested. Okay, so... That was the Snooki that I was being compared to. So it was a little bit of like a double-edged sword, like, thank you. But at the same time, but at the time I didn't know that. So that's fine. Literally was her for Halloween. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So as you all know, or if you don't know, then obviously something is, you're just not clued into anything pop culture, which is totally fine. Don't get me wrong. That is absolutely totally fine. I'm just saying like, if you are not, aware that there is a Jersey Shore reunion happening right now, airing on MTV, then you're absolutely batshit crazy. So Jersey Shore reunion, when I first heard about it coming out, I was so freaking excited. I could not even begin. It was like my dream that I didn't even know was my dream came true. And obviously saw it all over their Instagram that they were having an announcement and Could not be more ecstatic because we get to see everyone back together years later. I mean, it has been so long since the last season of Jersey Shore. Um, Snooki was like pregnant with Lorenzo and living in like a separate house. And like, it was just, it was so long ago. So flash forward, we have all of our um, leading characters back. A lot of them have children. Which for the haters out there are going to be like, oh my God, I kids. They don't deserve, shut up. Okay, shut up. They're awesome. They're fabulous. If you know, and you don't know anything personally about them. If you follow them at all on Instagram, you can see how fabulous of mothers Wow and Snooki are. So that's my opinion. You can think whatever you want. They have each had two kids, each a boy and a girl. Um, Polly has a daughter. And Ronnie, as we all know, that's been all over, was he was pregnant out of wedlock with Jen, his girlfriend, his long, well, not longtime girlfriend, actually not long time at all. So Mike is sober. Mike is sober. And he is like the voice of reason this season. It is the most absolute phenomenal character arc in reality TV I have absolutely ever seen. I mean, Mike Sorrentino was like the reality villain, but the reality villain that you loved to hate. I mean, this guy, seriously, when I watched the first episode, when they were rerunning the first episodes of Jersey Shore leading up to the new season, I was cry laughing at the introduction of Mike because this was the, the the thing the phenomenon about Jersey Shore with me is like this was these people's lives it was their way of life it was like their world being a quote-unquote Guido at Guido I don't know if any of you all watched the old episode of True Life I'm going to the Jersey Shore I mean that that is a completely different world that I being Italian I have absolutely zero idea about. Do I gravitate towards a little bit more of like the Jersey? Yeah, 179%. So obviously, I've always had an undying love. Anyways, let's get back to it. So Ronnie, then we're done. Let's flash forward to Polly. I mean, Polly is killing it. I didn't realize how 
actually successful Polly D is. We actually, my boyfriend and my brother and I looked up his net worth the other day and my jaw dropped to the floor. Like I know when he said he was a DJ, like I thought he DJed like bar mitzvahs and like little gatherings. No, like he DJs and makes a living DJing. And now his net worth is like, it's like stupid crazy. And so there's Polly which became such a monumental character. I mean, if I know I'm talking about this way too seriously, and if you think that, then you probably shouldn't listen because this is what I'm gonna be talking about. But Polly D became such a monumental character. I think he's one of the characters that carries Jersey Shore now. Um, and then let's go to Vinny, which Vinny always is kind of like a, like a wild card for me. I can like take him or leave him. It's nice that he's, tagged along with Vinny I think they make a hilarious couple I think MVP Mike Vinny and Polly make a funny couple but flash to Vinny Vinny is slim VD Vinny is ketoed out I mean this kid is straight keto lifestyle and he looks phenomenal still high maintenance as hell still an Italian little mama's boy which we'll get to later down the line when the family comes to visit so uh, Dina, okay, Dina, which, you know, I've grown to love Dina. When she first came on the show, I was like, okay, you're Snooki's little sidekick. And I haven't really found your quality, like, like what makes you just like, oh, I love Dina because I love everyone on the show, no matter how crazy, how lame, how psycho, how villainous they might have been in one season like it didn't matter at the end of the day like it's like I love I'm obsessed with all of you if I met any of you I would shit my pants and instantly ask for a picture I don't know if I would ask for a picture actually because I'd probably be too scared to go up there because I choke I choked when I saw Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers in the airport in New Orleans I choked hard he was right in front of me we made eye contact and completely choked I would honestly probably choke and not know what to say when I saw them because I have watched them now for years, whatever. Okay. So the season's been really great. I wasn't really sure what to think. I wasn't really sure what the chemistry was going to be like. I mean, think about these people who have gone on, lived a life from zero to 60, and now are living completely different lives with families, traveling around. You know, I'm sure that things, dynamics possibly have changed as much as it seems like they still are in contact. I think it's like those high school friends that it's like you love them you're obsessed with them you guys have this like relationship that you could go forever and not talk and then you see each other and it's like you never skipped a beat I'm pretty it's that's what I'm gathering because they I mean they admit straight up on the show that they have not seen each other and it, 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 besides Snooki and Wow, who if you follow them see each other on a typical basis other than that I mean it sounds like everyone's pretty much been doing their own thing which I think is awesome I think is great um, once again, Mike being completely sober, being the voice of reason, being like a hilarious, still Mike, still kind of a potster, still this guy with the facials and the big eyes. And I mean, making me laugh till I cry, but I found him just being like, I was so happy. I'm so happy with this like weird 180 that they've now that he has and that he's done and I really like how they've done it on the show to be completely honest so let's kind of dive into when the show gets actually juicy and meaty because honestly prior to that it was a lot of like we're fun Mike's sober okay cool they had the weird storyline with like Snooki and Vinny I mean I don't know. I get it. I get it. I get that there was probably some weird because these are like normal people. And I mean, Snooki had slept with Vinny and then is like with Giovanni. I mean, Gianni, I cannot believe I just said Giovanni. How dare me, Gianni, Gianni, her husband. So like, I get that there's like that weird history and like, you know, them being, uh, I get it. I get it. Okay. The storyline was a little bit, eh, and I do think she, and here's what I have to say about Snooki this season. I'm a little sad. I'm a little sad because I love her. Snooki, Snooki made Jersey Shore 170%. She put Jersey Shore on the map. If it wasn't for Snooki, there would be no show because it wouldn't have gotten to the point that it was at. She carried the freaking show. And 
everyone else slowly, it's like The Office. You watch season one, you're like, okay, like I know the show's great, so I'm gonna keep watching. But like the more you get to watch the show, the more you get to know the characters, you get to know their tendencies, their reactions, you're kind of inside their head. You get to love them. You get to grow because you see them as more of a 3D character as a human and you relate to humans. And it's the same thing with Jersey Shore. Everyone has grown to be their own character, has grown to have their own storylines. I've grown to love each and every single one of them. The only one that I could like once again, I just... No, I love Vinny. I love Vinny. He's he's the he's kind of like my like Mary kill. He would be like my he would be my kill. But the only reason I don't want him to be my kill is because of his family, of because his his mom and his batshit crazy uncle Nino, who if any of anyone listening watched Viva La Bam back in the day, like Don Vito was reality TV, was MTV, was like the MTV golden child. That man, and RIP, rest in peace, Don Vito, God bless his soul, father, son, the Holy Spirit. But he was my absolute all-time favorite character. Uncle Nino is like the same kind of deal here. He's a greasy Italian Speedo-wearing cane carrying man who honestly when they brought him on when the first season when he's in the hot tub with everyone just not speaking any English you can't understand a word he says they have to literally have subtitles for him like they have Don Vito Ugh. I mean how can you not how can you not love that it is reality tv gold having an insane Italian family is reality tv gold I'm not saying I have an insane reality Italian family but I'm saying that we're pretty freaking Italian and watching Vinny and his family it just cracks me up and I'll go in more to that later but so let's get back into when the show really started to get juicy at least for me after like the Snooki and Vinny storyline after the whole like we're back together we're drunk we're adults and we're gonna do our own thing like they really and then they had like the Ronnie situation, which Ronnie <laughs> is the most saddest he has become. Now I think he's taken the villain role in F Jersey Shore Family Reunion. And when I say villain, I, I'm treading lightly with the word villain, but he's taken over like the mic, the mic role. He's the shitster. He's the poster. He's causing drama. He's the one hanging with the girls. Notice he's in the cab with the girls. Like he's chilling with the girls on the porch. Like he's always with the girls where that was literally Mike. It's like the self-conscious man in the house who like needs like constant reassurance and to like be talking shit. Cause let's face it. That's like, you know, that's what the chicks are doing half the time. Not even that, but they're having girl time. Okay. Ronnie's having girl time this season, big time. Literally, I think every time I've seen Ronnie, he's been with the chicks. So, which is fine. I love it. I, he's a total, when they use spiraling in this season, how that's him and Snooki's whole shtick. And I'm going to call her Nicole. I just, Snooki's it's getting too older. I'm going to call her Nicole because that's whatever. So Ronnie and Nicole, his whole shtick this season has been spiraling. We're spiraling messes. And honestly, Snooki has been a spiraling effing mess in this season, in the greatest, like, mom way, if you want to say that possible. But the main thing that just was so weird to me is when having to deal with Snooki was previously following up to family reunion, they would, they were playing countdown episodes that they had just recorded and we're recording and we're doing like the old school, like VH1, like I love the 90s comment, like how they do, how they do on countdowns and MTV. They were doing the commenting. And I just was so upset because I watched that stuff to watch Snooki. Her commentary used to be so genuine and so off the cuff. It was what made her her. It's what made her relatable. I loved it. I felt a personal connection to it. And I'm tuning in to like the top. It was like the top 10 snookiest moments. 
and they're all recording in this room. It was really cool. I liked how they did it. They like showed a, like kind of a bird's eye corner view of the room and it was all of the cast members and you could see like the producers and like the cameraman and like the boom guy and they were literally just sitting on a bench on a rug in front of a screen and they were just recapping these moments which I die. I die for behind the scenes info um little tidbits like if there's ever a movie where you can watch like the commentary like I'm watching the commentary I am tuning in to like teen mom episodes which uh, that's a whole nother story that I'm not even going to open I'm tuning into old teen mom episodes that I've seen like 17 times if I see the little blurb at the bottom of the screen giving me like behind the scenes info about like Tyler and Caitlin 110% I'm watching like bottom line like count me out I'm in And so I loved it, but I was so upset because Snooki was wedged in between. I think it was like JWoww and Ronnie. It was definitely, it was JWoww and Ronnie. And it was the first time I'd seen Snooki on TV in a long time. And like, obviously homegirl's gotten some filler. We get it. We know, like we understand who isn't doing filler these days. Like, okay, we give it up. She has filler. I will say as working and have worked in a plastic surgeon's office, her filler is a little bit, it's, God, fuck, it's too much. Her lips, and I love her, and I am not talking bad about filler. I'm not putting that out there whatsoever. I am pro filler, but I'm pro filler. I'm pro like Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner filler. When it looks so good, who cares? Snooki's lips, it makes me sad. It's like they legitimately look like she has two Pringles. And come on, girlfriend. Like, you have people, like, looking at you and telling you, like, get a surgeon. You have enough money. Get a a dope surgeon who does some dope filler. I'm upset with her about that. Like, she, it, it, like, affected the way that she talked, and that's her whole thing. That's her whole comedic. Anyways, I'm clearly upset about that. So, going back to this episode, I was watching, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, something's wrong with her. Is she okay? Is she high? Is she schlitzed and can't even speak? I mean, I am watching her in between JWoww and Ronnie on this couch. And she's like, nah. and it literally looked like she had a hand up her ass. Like she was a puppet. She was not functioning. She was sweating. Her hair was all gross. At some points I was like, oh my God. Like, I can't believe they're even letting her. I was just, if this was not the Snooki that we all watched and grew to love. So I instantly took to Twitter and I was like, oh my God, everyone is probably just bulldozing this on Twitter. So I'm instantly on Twitter, checking it out, feeling like, am I nuts? Like, am I overjudging? I'm not overjudging. Like, I know my girl. I know this is like her, this is her prime. Like, she wasn't even talking. She wasn't even saying anything. I'm like, what are you doing? This show is all about you and you can't even talk. So I, I literally think she was hammered and they were like, well, y'all, we got to film these, we got to film these promo specials. So, you know, whatever. And it seems very laid back and very casual, but yeah, Twitter was like, is Snooki drunk? Like is Snooki blacked out? I'm like, I'm crying watching this, like laughing. Cause I'm like, okay, something's clearly wrong with her. Anyways. So I've been kind of like off and on with her this season. I liked her. I love Snooki. Don't get me wrong. We are literally one of a kind. I mean, her, everything that she, and it's not even that I copy her. Like I do not copy. That's like stupid. But like the way that I just, we dress insanely familiar sometimes. It's like scary. I mean, once again, people who know me will be like, yeah, duh. And, but like, it's, it's, it's weird. So like I have that, I have that connection, but she was breaking, she was breaking my heart a little bit. So, okay, let's, let's kind of go on and skip on. So the biggest thing that happened this season was Angelina showing up at the Miami house and Mike opening the door. (laughs) And I don't know if they honestly, like Polly obviously knew Mike, I'm still not so sure if like Mike and them knew or if they didn't know and it was like act like you don't know kind of thing. And I'm not like 
naive to that. Like, I get that that's how reality TV works sometimes. Like, they at least plant the seed and then they put them in the situation and they film what happens. So, like, it's not scripted. But I couldn't, I, I, I still can't tell. I feel like the girls, it was genuine. But I still feel like this was such a huge publicity stunt that you can't tell me that they're not going to know that Angelina's coming back on the show. I don't know, though. It, I knew nothing about Angelina coming back on the show until, I mean, Jersey Shore was, like, really in its, like, things to be, they were posting about coming out. So they kept it a really great secret. I honestly thought Sammy was coming back. Like, 100% thought Sammy, oh, my God, we didn't even touch on Sammy. I thought Sammy was coming back. I'll say it. I thought Sammy was coming back. I thought they were going to pull it. I thought she was playing up this whole yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in a better place, which I'm so happy for her. And I think she made the best decision. And I totally support her in staying off the show. Because if we can all see what's happened to Ron this season, homeboy is literally crying himself to sleep. As my boyfriend would say, he's stays crying on the pot. He is crying on the pot. Full man cry. Like crying. And I died. I died at the mic quote saying that, can somebody get this man a tissue? They're the constant banner back and forth this season of Mike dissing Ron and Ron dissing Mike like passively. Like uh, it's hilarious and they're all true because Mike and Ron have a dirty ass history because if you bring it back to season one, like Mike and Sammy were like totally about to be a thing. And somehow in the mix, like Ronnie popped in and then totally took Sam's attention off of Mike to Ron. And then, you know, we all know that story. Christ. I mean, but if you go back to it, like, so from the beginning, Mike's had some, you know, and he was testosterone was pumping. He was doing his whatever kind of drugs and stuff that he was on, roid raging out of control. So he was like peacocking hardcore and definitely stirring the pot up. So they have history. And then we go back to Italy. I mean, things got, things got dark real fast in Italy. I mean, can we go back to Italy where Mike takes his head and slams it against a cement wall and then he's walking around the rest of the show with a neck brace on? I mean, it got real. Producers, bodyguards in there with Mike and Ronnie ripping them off of each other. Beds. I don't know what's with their beds, but the beds are constantly being thrown. I mean, I see a bed. The, the one episode where Ron is literally flipping the bed and Sam is like crawling over it, like cry screaming at him. I'm like, holy shit. The amount of bed flips in this show is like impressive. Impressive. And who's putting that shit back together? Are they doing it? Or do they have somebody coming in doing it? Like, is like production like, oh my God, we have to put this broom back together. I mean, the whole bed scenario in this show was hilarious. But Italy was scary. I mean, Mike was scary. Ronnie and Sam were toxic like I've never, no one's ever seen toxic before. So Ron and Mike have a history. So the bands are back and forth with each other. And Mike literally saying, do you have any tissues? He cries a lot. And everyone's like, Burr! like I even watching it was like, that's pretty good because Ron cries literally all the time. At least on this season, Ron's crying all the time. So Polly brings Angelina back into the house and everyone obviously flips their shit. I was so against this starting off. I was like, I was so trolling on Twitter, like a total nut. Like, oh, I'm so bad. Like, screw Angelina. Like, she's going to ruin the show. Like, I was that girl. Like, I was, I was hardcore trolling the Angelina comeback on Instagram, which I'm so embarrassed to say, but it's so freaking true. And really, I mean had no idea where it was going to go, the intentions it was going to go. I didn't think it was going to go bad. I did not expect it to go the way that it did. I mean, I'm talking like when she gets there, I had no idea that it was going to go the way that it went and how at first, obviously there was, they had to have the drama of like, okay, Angelina's in the house. You've blocked me. Snooki's like, you've said this about me in the tabloids, which I'm sure that bitch probably did because hello, they have the horrible history. I mean, if I was Snooki, I would be in the same boat. Like, 
uh-uh. Like, who, who do you think you are? You literally were on a split hot tick of a minute of a show. We beat your ass and you left both times. Like, bye-bye. So, like, I was obviously, as you can say, I'm very so passionate about it. And if I watch back the old seasons, like, I'll still get heated because so was against, so was against it. Totally brought down the morale of the show. So they had to have that, like, initial argument. Okay, cool. We get that out of the way. Now they're partying with Angelina. So now I'm like, okay, show me, girl. Show me what you got. Show me who you are. I'm following her on Instagram. I see her and her new fiance. And she's posting this. And she's, like, in this great place, which, honestly, happy for her. I'm not dissing her at all. Okay, let's see what you got to get. Like, who are you? Like, show, like, what, like what's this going to be? So we have... Dina and Ronnie and Snooki and Angelina, the, the nutty, drunk ass, emotional meatballs. Like Dina gets drunk and cries and is freaking me. Like I am such an emotional crier. It's like embarrassing. But like when Dina cries, she'll just be sitting on the couch and be like, but everyone's just like, and I'm just like, <laughs> like, yes, girlfriend. Like I am 100%. You are real as they come. Like just being straight up, like, I get messed up, but then I'm going to cry and I'm just going to, that's just what she does. You know that her husband deals with it. I mean, homegirl cries every single time she drinks. So whatever. I love it. I think it's adorable. I'm into it. But okay. So they're all out partying. Snooki and Angelina kind of hook it up, like set it. What am I trying to say? They like gets it like they're getting along they're getting along and I'm like okay this is cool they're getting along they're taking shots Snooki's taking you know taking shots at Angelina whatever let's cut to then Polly being like okay well now that Angelina's here uh I don't want her here anymore it's like oh what I was kind of going into acceptance the fact that Angelina was going to be on the show I'm like you know this is a new season. It's family reunion. All bets are off. We have the budget. Like, let's, let's do it. Like, bring her in. I'm, I'm, she's, you've already brought her in this far. Might as well keep her. That's how I was kind of looking at it. And when I found out when the episode, when they're like, well, Jenny, we think you need to be the one to tell her that she needs to go. I was like, um, excuse me, what? Like how cringy. After everything, after she's like connected, she let Ron push her in the pool to make Dina feel better. And she's like pulling her pant, like mooning people. I'm like, yes, not wearing like mooning people, not wearing underwear, like just being a free, like fun chick. I'm like, oh, love you. Do I think you're probably like trying to like turn on the charm a little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. Who wouldn't? I would turn on the charm. You think I'm going to try to win Snooki over? Absolutely. I would be terrified and have to play totally hard to get because I think she would sniff it out of me like like a second, but I don't even care. So, you know, I was warming up to her. Well, and then you bring this horrifically awful dinner when they're all sitting there and decide to put on Wow to tell Angelina that we all appreciate you coming on the show or, you know, coming on their, they can't say show, they say vacation, just like Bachelor. They can't say the show. They can't say, they have to say journey. They literally have to stop and re-edit. That's why you always hear them talking about journey, journey, my journey, this journey. They have to call it a journey. So everyone's calling this a vacation, which I think is freaking hilarious. And don't even get me started on after they send, they, well, let's wait for that. So the group sits down and is like, look, Angelina seems seems chill. She seems cool. But let's make sure that she's not just in it for like basically the fame. They don't say fame, but that's exactly what they're talking about. Like, let's see if this chick is exactly who she says she is. And so basically they're now going to kick her off, tell her she has to go home after she's basically poured her heart and soul into winning them over, which she did mighty fine and very classically, I might add. But now they have to just tell her to go home. And that's how they leave the episode. They leave it a cliffhanger with Wow sitting at family dinner, toasting to Angelina, but then saying, I think we have to send you, like, we appreciate you. I want you, like, I want to get to know you, but I don't want to get to know you here. That's literally the quote that Wow says. And Snooki has a plate up in front of her face. I was like, mah, mah, mah. and like, everyone's like, ooh, ooh, lay, lay. and I'm like, ugh. 
So that's how the episode ends. Cringy. And then the way that they edited it made it look like that Angelina was like crying at the dinner table, which fast forward to the next episode, it shows her being like totally fine with it. Like, I'm cool. I appreciate you all. Like I, like I kind of started to feel for her. She's like, I have, this has been weighing on me for eight years. I've wanted to prove myself to these people. And you know that she knew that she missed out big time. So that was also weighing down on her. Like you couldn't get your shit together for five seconds on a reality show to like make it. Look where these people are. You know, she was crying herself to sleep at night for that. I mean, shit, I would cry myself to sleep at night. If I acted, if I behaved that way and then got kicked off and then the reality show just is now this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely like feeling real regretful. So she's like totally honest, tearing up, got me. I started to tear up a little bit, not going to lie, not going to lie. I'm going to be totally honest. I started tearing up with her and she was like, yeah, these people are accepting me. I get it. Like. I want to continue. I'm glad that you all gave me a third chance. <laughs> nothing like, nothing like a third chance. But hey, I tell you what. I mean, I'm 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 human. I've had to have a couple chances with a couple people, and I feel like they it now will bond them together anymore. Whatever, who cares? So that's cool. They decide to go out and have this like bomb ass night, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna celebrate." And I'm like, "Yeah, like let's celebrate." But what makes me upset about Jersey Shore now is when they go out and party, they're partying in VIP booths. Like they're not even partying like back at Karma when they were breaking it down on the floor with like random people. And they had all these like, I loved all the cameos, like Mike's cousin's friend or like say like everyone like was at Karma because that's where everyone is. I miss that. I miss that. That was an element, but that was an element to old school Jersey Shore. This is new school Jersey Shore. I'm watching it because they're faint. You know, it's like Bravo. It's like Real Housewives. Like now that these bitches are like hardcore famous, like you're watching it because they're famous. Whereas before you're watching it because it was just like a spectacle that you were just like, I can't believe people actually do this. I'm watching because I can't look away. It's like a train wreck. Now it's like, okay, these people are famous and I want to watch them on a show. And I grew up watching them. So loved that, love them out, all having a fab time. Once again, hate the fact that they're in VIP booths. It just, I just, anyways. So let's just cut to it. Angelina full on shits her pants in the cab, like just straight up. They're all hammered. And honestly, like she did that. And I kind of like was like, ooh, girl. You instantly just like, I just, we are, we are like, like bonded now. Like I was like, dang, she just let it all out on national television. They're in the cab coming home from their celebratory Angelina night. The girls are in one cab, boys are in the other cab. Farting is happening and just everyone's like, man, ew, ew, it stinks. The, you know, they have their producer or they're like, their, their producer is driving their van. So they don't take cabs anymore. First off, they have their own vans, which I, that's awesome. That's great. I wish I had my own personal van pick me up after a night of drinking. I wouldn't have to worry about my anxiety when it comes to calling an Uber because that's like the most anxiety written thing. I just ever have to do. Thank God that I'm typically with my boyfriend and he does it for me because when I do it by myself, it's always a disaster. Anywho, Angelina like chits her pants and like it is full on just like this show just got even better. Uh, I guess we're going to, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to get too personal. I'll save that story for another time, but I have a personal bond with that, with what Angelina, and I was like, damn girl, like, feel ya, feel ya. Now mine wasn't like, really like, like that. And we come to find out later in the episode that it allegedly isn't. But the thing that I was dying about is Angelina has said she, she's like asking, she's like, can I change my underwear? Like, can I just put a fresh pair on? I'm like, so you pack a backup pair of underwear? Dang, like, you're doing this all the time. But I had mad respect that she like comes prepared and packs a backup pair of underwear. Cause I mean, let's be real. Like that is, that is full on planning at its finest. And I appreciate it. Kudos to her. So we get home and like, 
And, like, they act like they've never heard about, like, pooping their pants before. I'm like, Snooki, I'm pretty sure that you talked about, like, pooping your pants all the time. And I don't even like to say the word poop. I like to... She was shitting her pants. Boys are dying. She's... It, it was so funny and I loved it. And I loved that it even embodied her more. And I was like, even though that's... I don't even really think it's embarrassing, to be completely honest. I think it's human and I think it's hilarious. Like, that just completely embodied her 3D character. And I was like, yes, you know what? If they ever did a season again, I would 100% want Angelina on there. Like, I'm ready to see this new group, this new dynamic, this new chick, especially if she's bringing a backup pair of underwear because she shits her pants, which is clearly what's going on. So that's, that's the, that's the Angelina thing. So I, I liked how they ended it. I thought it was adorable. The next day, they're all sitting around in the room and Dina says caps are here and I'm like oh oh my god they really just she really just said that in that voice I'm like that kind of just I was like this is so sweet and they wrap her they wrap her bags and trash bags with toilet paper because she's the Staten Island dump that's what they called her in the first seasons I'm like okay I am digging this full circle I love a good full circle I love when a, a cast of reality people get together because it makes it that much better because the di- the dynamic is great when they love each other so much that they can like fight so bad with one another and not just hate each other. That's reality TV that I want to watch. I don't give a shit about people who will fight all day long and hate each other. That's why I stopped watching Orange County. It was a waste of my time. I want to watch people who are friends, but who literally fight like brothers and sisters. That's where it's at for me. So loved it. Loved just them the next day getting the IVs, which I think is so like awesome. And I want to do it. I have heard though, that people, my brother's girlfriend is a nurse shout out Lex as she's a nurse at, um, Cincinnati children's. And she did inform me that those bags and that those services, I guess that people are like, it's kind of like a taboo thing because we're, we're so short on like fluids right now. And now they have all these stations up that are basically doing this like cosmetic, like, Hey, get an IV bag when you're hungover, which honestly, I'm not going to lie. If I had somebody pay for it, I'd be like 100% like hook me up, like get the needle in my arm right freaking now. Give me my vitamins. I will lay here like a dead body on the ground with a thing. I mean, I know all my friends would do it too. 100%. So they're doing that. Once again, I want to touch on like Dina just like killing the game and just looking like a hot mess, like waking up in a gray t-shirt and like saggy boobs and like, like, where is that? Like she is the epitome of just like a hungover mess. Like the other girls like somehow like now kind of have it together. And I honestly think it's because Silky's just lost so much weight that like she just honestly, I think always looks put together now. I'm like jealous, but and, like, Wow has, like, stunning, impeccable skin. I don't care if she slaps on a, 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 a cake layer of makeup. I don't honestly think she does. Homegirl definitely gets Botox, and that's totally fine. You can tell because her forehead is so... There's no movement. It's so smooth, like a baby's butt cheek. But Wow looks fabulous. I think she looks stunning. She's had two kids. She has a rock-hard body. I think she looks great. So they all look great. Dina, on the other hand, wakes up looking like just a, like literally looking like she's crawling out of the gutter, which, hey, been there, not, not doubting. So now we're getting into like the next big part of the show, which is like Mike proposing to his longtime girlfriend, which I want to like back up. So really prior to like Jersey Shore reunion, And honestly, I want to slap myself on the wrist. I I probably should have done my homework a little bit better. But Mike has had this longtime girlfriend. I mean, like they show pictures later in the season of them, like dating back to when Mike was like the situation. They said that they were um, college or high school sweethearts. I definitely had absolutely zero idea that they were high school sweethearts. I'm actually trying to check. Anyways, yeah, they were college sweethearts, which I think is like, why didn't we, what it completely went against his character. He was the situation, like ripping up his shirt, like literally just like holding up his shirt and like staring deadpan in the camera and just like pumping his groin. Like that was Mike. So it did not fit his character. It did not fit his storyline to have this girlfriend. He was, you know, he was the, he, he was the situation and he was looking for a honey. 
And yeah, he did stick with... Mike was very monogamous. Can we not go back to being very monogamous with... Um, God bless the girl who worked at the tanning bed where he made the t He made the tank top that said... Uh, oh. It's going to kill me. Whatever. Irrelevant. However, he was a very monogamous guy. It was always like Vinny. Vinny was very much like banging chicks left and right. Different chick, different chick. Polly too, different chick. Mike's hanging out with the same chick. So a little bit of foreshadowing into his very like straight and narrow lifestyle. So Mike has this girlfriend, Lauren, who I guess apparently has been with him through thick and thin, who has been with him through multiple drug relapses, alcohol relapses, addiction. I, I don't know the specifics of what he actually had issues with. I mean, guys, definitely an alcoholic, definitely probably doing, I mean, blow pills, prob I mean, more than likely doing um, injections, steroids. I mean, Christ, come on. So here she is. And everyone on the show talks about her so great in this positive light. I love Lauren and Lauren and Mike and, and Mike just just gushes on her and she's my sweetie. She's my honey. She's my best friend. She's my soulmate. And like he is, I mean, this is not for show people like at the root, Mike is an Italian man and Italian man mates for life. Let's just, let's just lay that out there on the line. Italian man mates for life. They don't mess around. They want to create a little army of babies and they're going to do it. Like they are Italian men or monogamous men. Italian men need to be taken care of like babies. And I'm not afraid to say that because I have full on witnessed it. So I, I'm so, I mean, I, when, once I find out that they were doing the engagement, so Mike then, which God bless the, God bless the producers this season and the editors. I mean, it was just like awesome. I loved the, I loved that they then were going to propose to Lauren on TV. I don't care how cheesy. I don't care how staged you want to call it. That's what this is. That's what this is. That's why we watch it. We want to see this. I was so, I was jacked. I was jacked. I was like, great, we're going to have a proposal. And I honestly didn't think it was going to be as sweet as it was. So let's back up. So Lauren's going to fly in. They're all going to plan it. JWoww's bringing in her jeweler, like bougie-ass JWoww with her boobies out and her jeweler flying in her jeweler to like create Mike's ring. Like, okay, JWoww, like she's, she's doing things. She actually has a lot of private projects going on, so I'm going to applaud her on that. But... So they're making the ring and I, that's happening. And then fast going forward, he basically says roommates, like, I'm going to bring Lauren here. We're going to propose, like do it all. So then the roommates are like, they're doing that whole cute thing. Like, oh, we're going to set it up. Paul, he's going to DJ. Girls are like setting up the candles all around the house, putting little floating lanterns in the pool. I was, I was dying. I was dying about it. And when it happened, I thought it was really cute. I got very, basically, Mike takes her out. Mike takes her out to dinner. And then you have the three boys. You have Ronnie, Vinny, and Polly, which I haven't even begun to, like, give them enough credit and talk about them because there's just so much to talk about. But the comedic relief that is Polly D, he's reality TV gold. I mean, he is a great leading man in a reality TV show. He's neutral. He's funny. He kills it with the taglines. He is reality TV gold. And then pair him up with, and then when you pair him and Vinny, it's, it's the comedy comes from Polly, but then you just put Ronnie in there. I mean, the boys went out and bought like button down your typical, like Miami, like beach, Miami, like cop, white linen, button down, white linen pants. And they were literally calling themselves. What were they calling themselves? the white ass guidos literally they were like standing and like what I, I don't even remember i don't even remember the jingle but i was like i was cry laughing i was like this is phenom so mike and lauren are out at dinner and everyone's back at the house you know snookies they're all like i love how they shows like them running around like genuinely running around hammered with wine glasses in their hand and let's just talk about how far my girls have come 
these bitches used to be drinking Ron Ron juice, like on the daily, honestly drinking probably straight grain alcohol, vodka, like out of a warm solo cup. I love, I love the transition. I love the development that they're all sitting around drinking glasses of red wine. Like, oh, it's just little things like that. I was like, yes, girls, look at you. Look how far you've come. But they're all like running around, like, like drunk, like, oh, like, Dina's like, I need to pour another glass of wine because I'm not drunk. So he's like, well, I am. And they're all just, I loved it. I loved the franticness and Mike, like, obviously freaking out. I know that it's, like, edited and whatever, but I like it. I was buying it. I was buying it. And they bring him home. And then, obviously, the moment they step out of the limo. I mean, come on, Lauren, after dating this guy for how many years, knowing he's a reality star, knowing if you're a smart chick that this is obviously going to be part of your storyline. Hello. You get out of the cab, you see flowers and candles. I would, I would have started sobbing like instantly. Like they probably would have had to like stop and tell me like, you need to stop and like act like you don't know what's going on. Or I don't know. They might've just, they might've probably will just let me go because I would just be an instant sobbing mess. Girl steps out of a dinner and sees candles leading up to a house and you know you're being filmed, you know you're being proposed to. So, like, that's that. I would just then at that point, just for, like, theatrics, just be, like, all be totally knowing and be on point and be like, oh, my God. I would definitely not do, like, the hands in front of the – I would try to not do the hands in front of the face thing because everyone makes fun. Like, I don't know how a girl doesn't put her hands in front of her mouth when she's getting proposed to. How is that not a thing? It's, like, an automatic thing. It's, like, when you get your knee bumped at the doctor and you kick your leg up, that's exactly what that is. I haven't even been proposed to when I know that my hands are going to shoot up in front of my mouth whenever I get proposed to. It's just, it is what it is. So she's walking in the house and then, oh, Vinny being garçon, like meeting them at the door. I was like, love it. Absolutely love it. Dig it. He's in the white. Very cute. Very funny. Leads him in the house. And of course, more candles. And I was so, like I said, getting office vibes when Michael was leading Holly which like can't even talk about without getting emotional. I was definitely tearing up and I was like, God, I like hated Mike for so long, but hate loved Mike. And now he's getting proposing to his girlfriend who I pretty much just met on TV. And I'm like already completely emotionally involved. But of course, like, do you expect anything else? No. We walk into the backyard and there they are. There's this table clear table in the shallow end of the pool with the, with the Miami Bay in the background. And he walks her out and Vinny like, takes them and says, you know, Mike has put together this slideshow and the slideshow pretty much just like made me die. And the quote was, you loved me when I didn't love myself, which obviously just sent me into absolute hysterics because like, hello, that's what that, that, that is what it is. Like that is what love is. And I know that they probably have a really great relationship, but I'm so happy for them. Once again, I'm fully aware that I probably sound mental and that I don't know them. I don't care. I'm happy. I'm happy for Mike and Lauren. But so adorable. The slideshow, he gets down on one knee. Will you please marry me? Which I think is so cute how he says, will you please marry me? And then, of course, I'm literally like dying at Snooky, like all of them over like, <laughs> kill me, like kill me because that's me. Like I have a horrible track record at like crying at anything that has to do with weddings. I have a horrid track record at like any of my friends will vouch for me. So embarrassing. I don't even want to get into it, but let's just say that like I sobbed like on the altar of like one of my best friend's weddings, mainly because her priest was like our childhood youth group leader and he was a wonderful guy he has a way with words it was very intimate I was a mess also we had been they had been feeding us booze on the bus all day long and anyways that's just one of the four times that I broke down crying anyway so all in all loved it was very cute was all about the proposal and then we go into this hilarious episode of Vinny's family. Vinny's mom is like calling them the entire, then they're doing like this kind of like, I love it. Like they're filming the duck. The duck is showing somebody's calling and it's like, who's calling? Who's calling? And then we finally find out it's Vinny's mom. It's Paula and it's Uncle Nino. And they are like, 
now doing this whole side cameo and I'm like, yes, I am here for it. Give me more of them. They are what I want to watch. And, you know, Vinny's mom, I had a total, total realization looking at Vinny's mom. But is Vinny's mom, yes or no, like A, it looks like she has a wig, but B, even more so, she looks like she is Winifred from Hocus Pocus. Like, swear to God, Bette Midler in a wig. I, it, it, like, I saw it tonight and I was just like, oh my God, that could not be more of a thing. So they're calling and they're like, oh, we're going to pack up and like, we're going to come over. They literally come over and it was such an awesome Italian episode. And like, people think that that's like, probably think that that's not real. Like that is full on real. Like mommy packed all packed for her son, all of that, like that meats and those sausages. And I saw that fresh big loaf of Italian bread. And I literally was like drooling at the mouth, like a disgusting rabid beast, like instantly wanting Italian bread because they're so hardcore, like Staten Island Italian. Like my family is, I mean, I'm going to say we have our moments, but like so I loved it. I loved Uncle Vini. Uncle, Uncle Nino gives me so much just reality TV love. I mean, this man, he is walking around in a greasy, with no top, with a cane, in a Speedo. You can't barely understand what he's saying. Vinny's saying the same thing, too, how I literally can't understand a thing. He literally said he's loud, he's obnoxious, you can't understand what he's saying. And Vinny, you can tell, is like, I've lived with this man my entire life. Like, I'm over him. And you think that like Uncle Nino is like just hammered, but I think that that's just him. He's like, hey, yo, yo, like, like yelling at girls. And he was the one, he was in the hot tub in the early seasons, like, you know, trying to like oogle girls, like boobies and stuff, like just a total perverted uncle, greasy uncle. And I was dying when they compared Ronnie, Ronnie six tequila shots in, it turns into like, turns into Uncle Nino, like. Ronnie drunk back in like season two, the whole, the whole breakdown of like the note, the note, the note is one of the best parts of Jersey Shore watching it back. I have never laughed so hard at like the extent that Wow and Snooki went to, to writing the note about Ronnie cheating on Sam and literally typing out that he put his face in between a cocktail waitress's breasts. And it was just like the most absurd thing. And then like Mike reading it was, I recommend everyone to go back to those, to those early episodes and watch like the note episodes. It's effing gold. Anyways. So loved the family coming back on. I was absolutely all about it. Like, and like the, and like the foods and the, the, the antipasta and like the different rounds. I was like, yes, with that prosciutto, with the mozzarella, like, Yes. And then bringing out the like fresh, the fresh cut. Like when we make salads, like we don't put a salad out of a bag. Like we don't do that. Like my aunt cuts a fresh salad every time we have dinner with fresh tomatoes and fresh onions and fresh balsamic vinegar. And it is so fresh and zangy. And I was watching all of this. The Paula is making the chicken cutlets on the stove, like by hand and then bringing it out. And then there's the fettuccine and then there's the meats and then there's the prosciutto wrapped in, oh my God, the olives, like Vinny's favorite olives. When I found out Vinny was like about his olives, I about cried because I'm such an olive girl. Literally back when I was little, I would stick olives on my fingers and just sit there and just, just like pop them off and just eat them. Like I can eat a whole can of black olives. Honestly, have just now started to get on the train of green olives. I'm working, I, I'm working my way there. I love a little brine. I've had a couple blue cheese stuffed olives that were pretty much like mind blowing. So all about a good olive. And I know that it's like 50, 50, you either hate olives or you love them. And I think that has a lot to say about somebody, except I haven't really figured what exactly that is, but I'm definitely an olive person. So the fact that Vinny's mom is bringing him his olives from, oh, I mean, like this was like, this episode was just nailing me in the heart with it was giving me like deja vu of like the old episodes, like bring me back that a touch of like Italian. That's like what makes it so authentic to me and real is the fact that they are all come from based from Italian families, except, except if all y'all didn't know, Snooki is actually adopted. Snooki is adopted. Her parents, her parents are now divorced. She is actually a little 
little Chilean baby. So she is a precious. If you don't follow her and you don't watch her kids, her kids are adorable. But just giving that Italian feel because it is so authentic and I love watching it because who doesn't love watching Greek or My Big Fat Greek Wedding or Italian-based content? It's just good. Drunk Uncle Nino, 13 marriages, calling Mike the sanitation when he first met him and not even having an idea that he was calling him the wrong name. I mean, uh, anyways, I mean... All in all, I think the season has been great. I think one of the main things that they've really dove in on deep is Ronnie. And Ronnie's just complete and utter spiraling meltdown on national television. Like, he, like he's been messy for a while because he was on, like, VH1's, like, couple therapy. I think it was couples therapy. I don't remember which one, but I watched it. And, like, him and Malika from, like, Keeping Up With Kardashians had a thing. But he was still admitting on those TV shows that... He was in love with Sam. So, and that's what he's doing. Two episodes in, he's crying about Sam on the couch. Crying about Sam, how I still love Sam. I mean, Jesus Christ. He is, he's, he's like, literally when they use spiraling, Snooki and Ronnie's like spiraling thing. Like, we're the spiral sisters. Like, I have actually never visibly watched somebody spiral out of control on television. I'm, we are watching Ronnie spiral out of control on television. I mean, he is, not only is he consistently crying, which I'm all, I am not going to get down on him for crying. Homeboy can cry, but he is crying himself to sleep. He's having drunk crying confessionals. Damn, like you got to be in a dark place to just go in and just cry. I mean, cry like consistently in a confessional. Damn. That's all I have to say. I don't have I don't have experience, but I know. Anyways, Ronnie's storyline, and I know if you all were following like live time on Instagram, him and Jen, it got so messy when the episodes came out about him cheating again behind closed doors and then trying to backpedal that he didn't cheat. He's a mess. He is a freaking mess. And Mike said it that he is not gonna get He's not going to change unless he gets sober. I mean, homeboy, isn't he, he's an absolute. He's an absolute train wreck. So that was a huge theme that I didn't even really want to like. I could dive into it, but there were so much other things I wanted to talk about that I think are more important than spotlighting Ronnie and, like, what he does. Like, yes, he brings that element to the show, but, like, okay, been there, done that, watching you cheat on people on national television. Like, I mean, give it to me. I love it, but not what I really wanted to focus on. So... This last episode, I mean, after tonight's episode of like the, you know, the proposal and then showing the buildup, the buildup that I've been waiting for of like the brawl between Mike and Ronnie, because it has been building this entire season, people. They have been hitting each other, hitting each other with nicks and punches. And I've been waiting for a just flat out old school Jersey Shore. Let's scream at each other on national television and let's just get down and dirty with it. Like, let's talk about the shit. Like, let's talk about history. Pull it out on the table, people. I'm ready. So that's next episode. I obviously can't wait. I'm pretty sure it's the finale. I can't believe it's already happening. But I mean, I'm obviously I'm counting down the minutes, seconds and hours until it premieres. Can't wait to watch. Hey, everyone. So I felt it absolutely necessary to do a I wanted to do a prequel to the podcast or a the podcast before the podcast, but I'm still obviously very new to this, very new to my software, even though I've been kind of trying to mess with it for the past couple of weeks. Still trying to figure it out. So what I'm gonna do right now is do like an after the show notes. So first things first, I'm gonna go back and say that how dare I say schnooky that is one of my biggest pet peeves of literally all time and like awkwardly I was like oh yeah I'm gonna call her Nicole and I don't and then I call her schnooky like that is just a complete and utter embarrassment to like me and my personal beliefs whatever season one played and I heard people like Ronnie specifically calling Snooky Schnooky. They all called her like Schnickers and Schnooky at first. I was like, ooh, ooh, ee, ooh, because like that's not what it was. So like, know that I like recognize my mistake and I'm apologizing for it. 
and I was equally as cringy when I said it. So I'm just going to lay that out there right now. But that was Jersey. That was it. Um, did I have any other after notes that I wanted to say? Like I said, I wanted to do like a podcast before the podcast, but like, this is new to me. I'm a learner. I'm still kind of going with it and just kind of letting it ride. So it's a work in progress. I'm human. But those are the after show notes because I felt that it was adamant for me to come back on here and completely clear my name and clear my mistake. What a horrid mistake to make. Anyways, thanks for listening to after show notes. If after show notes, they're like not even a thing yet, but I guess they're now a thing. So thanks for listening. Thanks for all my friends and family support. This has been super awesome. And ciao.